0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Informed Catholic. This is going to be episode 105. My name is Net Jabbar, and I'm going to do right now uh, the 22nd Sunday in ordinary time. It's the readings for the 22nd Sunday. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Entrance Antiphon from Psalm 86. Have mercy on me, O Lord. For I cry to you all the day long, O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of mercy to all who call to you. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us and forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kiri Elysion, Christe Elysion, Kiri Elysion And now we'll do the... um. Gloria glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people good goodwill we praise you we bless you we adore you we glorify you we give you thanks for your great glory Lord God heavenly King O God Almighty Father Lord Jesus Christ only begotten Son Lord God Lamb of God Son of the Father you take away the sins of the world have mercy on us you take away the sins of the world receive our prayer You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us, for you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And now we'll read the um, prayer. God of might, giver of every good gift, Put into our hearts the love of your name, so that by deepening our sense of reverence, you may nurture in us what is good, and by your watchful care, keep safe what you have nurtured. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The first scripture reading is going to be from the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 20, verse 7 to 9. The word of the Lord has brought me derision. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. You duped me, O Lord, and I let myself be duped. You were too strong for me, and you triumphant. All the day I am an object of laughter. Everyone mocks me. Whenever I speak, I must cry out. Violence and outrage is my message. The word of the Lord has brought me derision and reproach all the day. I say to myself, I will not mention him. I will not speak in his name no more. But then it becomes like fire burning in my heart, imprisoned in my bones. I grow weary, holding it in. I cannot endure it. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now we're going to go into the, um, responsible Psalm is going to be Psalm 63 and the response is, my soul is thirsting for you, O Lord, my God. Once more, my soul is thirsting for you, O Lord, my God. O God, you are my God whom I seek for you, my flesh pines and my soul thirsts like the earth parched lifeless and without water my soul is thirsting for you O Lord my God thus I have gazed toward you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory for your kindness is great good than life my lips shall glorify you my soul is thirsting for you O Lord my God thus will I bless you while I live Lifting my hands, I will call upon your name. As with the riches of a banquet shall my soul be satisfied. And with exultant lips my mouth shall praise you. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. You are my help, and in the shadow of your wings I shout for joy. My soul clings fast to you. Your right hand upholds me. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord, my God. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Second reading from Paul, St. Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice Holy and pleasing to God, your spiritual worship, do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. The Word of the Lord, thanks be to God the Alleluia antiphon alleluia Alleluia from Ephesians chapter one verse seventeen to eighteen. May the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ enlighten the eyes of our hearts that we may know what is the hope that belongs to our call. Alleluia, alleluia. And the Gospel is from St. Matthew, chapter 16, 21 to 27. Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Jesus. Jesus began to show his disciples, that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Then Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. He turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. For the Son of Man will come with his angels in his Father's glory, and then he will repay all according to his conduct. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hello, folks. So we just went through the readings. And um, let's uh, really look into what we we got here. Um, This is, okay, what? Jeremiah is, uh, sort of lamenting the, um, the price of being a prophet, uh, abuse. Um, he was constantly beaten. He was, um, thrown into a, um, a sewer, um, very smelly, stinky sewer, which he could have died. Um, he was, um. Uh, Let's put it this way. He didn't have a good life. He was abused. The people did not like the message he was giving. The uh, descendants of David were corrupt. Paganism was rampant throughout the city. Uh, literally, it was a, f- a form of sat- uh, satan- uh, satanic uh, paganism. People were sacrificing their their newborn babies to idols, to pagan gods. And the king of Judah um, made a deal with Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. And at the same time, he secretly was making a deal with um, the Egyptian, the pharaoh of Egypt, but not realizing that the pharaoh of Egypt was also under the power of Nebuchadnezzar. Therefore, the uh, Nebuchadnezzar Sent, um, decided to go and punish the king of Israel and Jeremiah was trying to warn the family that they had to just submit, do what God said, submit to Nebuchadnezzar and God will, uh, soften the heart of Nebuchadnezzar that he will not destroy the city, but because Israel has displeased God, basically the end was nigh, um, they have displeased God from one generation after, after the King Solomon, uh, through the prophet Elijah and all the other prophets. They, they constantly warned the Israelites the directions they were, they were going. They were abusing the weak, the, the, the frail. They were not practicing mercy. Um, and then they kept on moving further and further away from God to pagan gods. To finally, the sins of Israel finally have reached heaven and it stank that finally God decided that, look, you need to be punished. And then Nebuchadnezzar came, destroyed Jerusalem, destroyed the temple of Solomon, took the people away, majority of the people away into exile. And then when we get to, um, obviously Psalm, um. Psalm 63 is a, I believe, a post-exile psalm where it talks about uh, thirsting for the house of God, thirsting for the mercy of God, because the people were constantly, um, they displeased God. So they had to uh, find a way to fix that relationship. This is when you see it under Daniel. Daniel was a reformer. He set up the Jewish prayer life, the prophet Daniel, and they practiced that Jewish prayer life. That was the the Jewish prayer. Life was the life that they had to, uh, in, you know, learn so that they can reconnect with God, uh, St. Paul basically is urging the people to offer themselves as a living sacrifice. In other words, to make your life united with the Eucharistic life of Christ. So that you can be like him, a sacrifice and offering as Christ offered himself as a sacrifice, as a pure sign of worship so that we can do the same thing and offer ourselves as living sacrifices through Jesus Christ, through his, through the Eucharist, through his body and blood. Getting to Matthew. Notice how Jesus always points to the elders, the high priest and the elders that he will be betrayed. well look what's happening to the church today the church is going through that betrayal many of our bishops including as far off high as the Pope hate to say it but it's true Pope Francis and many of these other men have lost that sense of the mystery of the faith there, there are some bishops there are some good bishops and there are some good priests but many of them have started to look at the church as a mere human institution An institution that to them was, is all that the church is. Pope Francis, I think, is one of those clerics that has lost the faith and begins to think that maybe it's more dependent on human beings. And they start, men like to start mocking the mystery and power of God. They start they start looking at it as a mere symbolism. And this is what happened. This is what we, where we got ourselves. We got ourselves in a mess where people just can't see God. They can't see God. They can't, they can't know him. And so they feel it's impossible. And they feel, they start teasing people who want to hold on to that kind of piety as looking for pie in the sky. That's, that's usually how it all starts. They start mocking true faith. So we have to, we have to go back and be, try to be as Jesus wants us to be a, a true sacrifice, a true offering of, uh, unite ourselves with him. And we, in order to get the church back on track, Fulton Sheen said that it is us, the lay people that will save the church it is us. The lay people who will help the clergy, true, holy clergy to be strong, you notice this persecution has begun where they're tearing down statues. They're tearing down statues of saints. Soon they're going to start disrupting our mass, disrupting the worship service, and they're going to start uh, uh, destroying statues and, and stained glass windows. This is happening not because God wants to punish us, although we deserve to be punished, but because we have abandoned the faith, turned our backs we have abandoned the teachings. We, we no longer believe in the real presence of God. Everything has become symbolic and psychological and sociological and anthropological. No theology, no true mystery. They don't believe in this anymore. And that's the problem. That we need to turn back, go back to what the church is supposed to be. The church is supposed to make Jesus Christ present, preach the gospel and make his presence known. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. Anyway, let's begin the uh the creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, conubstantial kind of with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let's say, um, a hail Mary for our country and our president. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Jesus Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Let's pray for peace, um, that the Lord will forgive our country for its offenses, especially in same-sex marriage, in abortion, and in contraception. The fact that we also have Catholics who um, look after the God of politics rather than to look to the God of heaven, to our Lord Jesus Christ, and who for... who compromise their faith for their politics. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now, the hour of our death. Amen. And let's pray for our Holy Father, Pope Francis, that the Lord may open his eyes, open his mind, and open his heart, and see the truth, see God, see Christ and see the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit in his mind and heart so he can be inspired. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Jesus, Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners. Now at the hour of our death, amen. And we'll pray for the bishops and priests that the Lord may give us brave men who can preach the gospel. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. So, folks, I'm going to end it right here. Um, please share this podcast. Um, also go on YouTube. I have uh, I just loaded up a new episode. I'm trying the best I can to make them interesting and talk about subject matter. But I'm a little struggling with the technology on the YouTube, uh, the software and everything. But I'm getting there. I managed to upload a third episode. So the next one, uh, we'll talk more about the, um, the crisis in the country and everything that's going on. So, uh, God bless and, uh, stay safe. Amen.